Hey, welcome to season two of Confessions of a Witch podcast. This season is called The Authentic Self, A Journey. Who are you? What is at your core? What is your deepest, deepest depths? Who is that person at the very bottom of those depths? In this next season, we're going to talk all about you. I am going to guide you to discover who you are, and not just as a witch, but as a whole human, the complete package. Knowing who you are as a person is something that we have all struggled with at some point. Connecting with your authentic self and staying in tune with her or him, them, whichever pronouns you connect with, insert that as I continue, mine's a her, that's what I'm going to call it. Um... It's not, it's not an easy thing to do. It takes time and careful cultivation. Um, think of this as an archaeological dig where you're discovering precious bones and gems. But it's your preci- precious bones and gems. The two main focal points will be self-care, self-love, kind of similar in area there, and shadow work. These are two sides to the same coin. Self-care and shadow work have become a little bit of a buzzwords recently, but when you actually do the work and focus authentically on them, they can transform your daily life and create a very full, well-rounded future for yourself and create a very full, rounded you. Some of you may already know what the shadow self and shadow work is, but for those who don't, let me get you kind of acquainted here. Um, The shadow... This is a quote by Harry J. Steed, by the way. The shadow is everything that we have denied in ourselves and cast into oblivion, or rather everything that the ego has refused to associate with itself, but that we can notice in other people. Such things might include sexuality, spontaneity, aggression, instincts, cowardice, carelessness, passion, enthusiasm, love of material things, and embraces all those sins, dark thoughts, and moods for which we feel guilt and shame. This idea comes from Carl Jung, and if you really want to dive into the psychology of it, I highly recommend checking out his work. It's truly fascinating. Like, this is such a... Oh, I just, I've read some of his stuff and I just, it blows my mind. He's got so many things, different theories and ideas and stuff that we used today have come from him, so check him out if you really want to get into the psychology part of it. Um, I think of my shadow self as an inner hangry gremlin, (laughs) because it's the most accurate thing I can think of as to my shadow self. She really, really needs a hot bath with some essential oils while eating a stuffed crust pizza. She's very delicate, more like a bomb, not a flower, and she needs to be cared for just right. And her name is Stevie. Yes, I named my shadow self, and trust me, I think you should too. It adds a little bit of a humor to it throughout the process. She, he, it, whatever pronoun your shadow self is, insert that in there, or the name if you have a name. 
is a very complex and layered individual. And guess what? She has been with you for a very long, long time. Probably being uncared for. She doesn't like to be shoved aside or ignored. In fact, the more you do that, the more she's gonna pop up unannounced and ready to ruin your fucking life. What she needs is to be brought into the light, discover her, who is she, give her a milk bath with some roses, love her up a little, throw some essential oils in there, dive into her depths, her feelings, feed her, she is starving, give her some dark mint chocolate, just not after midnight, you know, gremlin, gremlin rules. <laughs> um, we all have a shadow self and they each need very specific care. None of us is all love and light. Our shadow self is our unsavory parts, our sad parts, our hurt or mad parts. The longer you neglect the shadow gremlin, the more havoc she will cause. Now comes for the fun part. How do you meet this wild, elusive creature? I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background, but I'm working next door to someone else and you can kind of hear them through the walls. The walls are thin. Um, how do you meet this wild, elusive creature? There's lots of ways you can do this. Journaling, doing journaling prompts, meditation, but yoga, therapy, but my personal favorite way is a combo between creating a roadmap timeline, which I'm going to share with you how to do, and using divination, aka cartomancy, using my tarot and oracle cards. You can find hundreds of tarot spreads online, especially on Pinterest. It's a great way to connect with your shadow gremlin. I've used a few myself, but being completely honest, I needed something that was customized to my life and my experience, and that made sense for me. Um, I needed something that, in a way, that encompassed everything. So, for example, the way I like to clean house, and that's kind of how I'm thinking a little bit of my shadow work, is cleaning house, cleaning out everything that's in there. So what I like to do is just take everything and throw it in a giant pile and work from it from there. That's what works for me. That's what I do with my closet when I need to clean it. So that's kind of how I approached my shadow work. So, and that was making a roadmap timeline. It's a really simple concept, but when you actually do it, um, you have a lot to unpack and it can be really hard and draining. Sorry about the background noise, guys. I, uh, I moved my spot, so hopefully we won't, won't have too much in the background. Um, so as I was saying, this can be really hard and draining. So look at this as being your first big step into your shadow work journey. What you're gonna want to do is get a couple pieces of paper, or if you prefer to type it out, you can do that. Or even if you just wanna record yourself, you can do that as well. Um, at the top, of your page I want you to put the year you were born and then for every year write the year and I want you to put either or any like all of these put a name or a situation that happened to you or happened because of you everything that happened in that year or person that affected you so 
either name or situation, put everything in that year and then move on to the next year. Put everything that you're still struggling with on this timeline. So for myself, I am now officially 30 years old. So from 1990 all the way up to 2020, I wrote down anything and everything that affected me and put a lasting effect on me, whether it was a situation or a person. This is a simple task, but it's also not. This is a really huge task. Mine is two pages long and it's literally like for situations, I didn't explain the whole situation. I just put like, you know, like heartbroken by so-and-so or this situation happened to me. I've been through some traumatic events in my life and I think unfortunately a lot of us have. Um, so two pages long is, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of things, a lot of baggage. Um, and with it being such short format, it's like, holy cow, when you look at it, I personally, I have a lot of things that I need to work on healing. Not so much that they necessarily affect me day to day, but they do come up in other areas of my life. And that's like how it works, right? Like this child gremlin pops up in your life when you think you're just kind of puttering through and you're like, oh, this, this is popping up again. Why is this popping up? Because it hasn't been healed. Um, this can include, for example, like people who've passed away, um, people you'll never see again that maybe affected you back in grade three and they said you have buck teeth and it's something you've never forgotten. Um, that happened to me. Put everything down in this timeline. Leave some space between in case you think of something else. Don't rush this process. Take as much time as you need to do this and please don't push yourself too far if there's stuff that you really can't focus on because of your mental health. Just leave that aside for now. Do do what you can that is comfortable, not too comfortable, a little uncomfortable, but do what works for you at this moment in time. I'm sure you're gonna have enough, more than enough stuff to go off of. When you're done, I want you to get up if you can, stretch out, stretch your neck, your back, your legs. Now is time for some self-love and self-care. Go run yourself a hot bath or a shower, put on some music, and I want you to wash away the tension, the sadness, anger, any negative feelings. I want you to wash it and just let it all just wash off you and go down the drain. When you're done this, I want you to go and do something that soothes you, whether it's going for a walk, take a nap, watch a TV show, eat some chocolate, have a glass of wine, call a friend. If you need to move, you know, dance, draw, paint, whatever brings you happiness and comfort, I want you to go and do that. So this isn't gonna be a quick, easy thing to do. And if you find you can't do the whole thing in one sitting, that's totally fine, I couldn't. Um, do it in parts, just make sure you follow up with some self-love and self-care. This is super important. It's not just going through these sad, hurtful, angry things, it's following it up with some love and self-care, okay? 
once you've done this, I just want to say congratulations. You just made the first huge momentous step into your healing and authentic self-love journey. I am so proud of you. I know how hard this was for me, so I can understand how hard this can be for you. This, this timeline, it, this is going to be your jumping point that you're going to be working off for the next few months to a year, maybe even the next few years. It just depends on how your journey goes. And there is no timeline for this because healing has its own process. Um, I would suggest starting a shadow work journal or a binder to keep this all in. You can put it in your book of shadows if you'd like, or you can have a separate book of shadows for your shadow work. That's what I did. Um, I have different books for different things. I, I prefer to do it that way. I find it's a little bit more organized. The book that I have, let me see. I don't know. It was given to me as a gift from my mom. And it's called Chris, the person who made it, I'm assuming, is Christina Laxrocks. So her last name is L-A-C-R-O-I-X. The book at the front of it, it has a picture of a man and he has um, a ram head, so like for an Aries. And throughout the book, it's got different, it's almost like chapters. There's no like written part in it. It's got a picture, so it's got a picture of Pisces, it's got a picture of like all the different signs, right? Cancer. So what I chose to do to make this easier on myself, I've had different situations that have been traumatic in my life, but certain people have caused me great hurt or problems and stuff. So what I did was I went to each section um, and I wrote down their names going with the corresponding signs. So for example, my biological mother passed away when I was younger and she was a Leo. And I've still got a lot of stuff I got to heal from that. So in the chapter of the Leo, I have written my mom's name at the top. And when I work on healing things, uh, feelings that I have towards her, um, I do like readings and I put them in there and I have like a little note. Um, sometimes I'll write to her kind of thing. So just different things. And I'm going to go deeper into how to do different shadow work, but that's what mine is. And that's what I'm using. So I don't know if that's something that you guys can find or not, if that's what you're interested in. Again, it was, my mom bought it for me. I have no idea where she got it and I had it for years. Um, so I keep it all in this book and when I do this, I, I oh, the other thing too, I, I bless the book and every time I finish doing shadow work, I put like a little symbol that I made and this is just for protection and healing and just kind of finalizing that section. So I would suggest that you bless your book, your binder, whatever it is that you're doing. I would also suggest... If you're gonna write it out, um, keep your timeline separate. That way you can like look at it separately and then be like, okay, I wanna work on this or whatever and, and write it in your, your space. Um, every time you go to do shadow work, make it a ritualistic experience. I find this helps me. Um, cast a spell for protection, 
light a candle, have a crystal or two on hand with extra for some extra help with your energy to help protect you when you're doing it. Um, I recently bought a candle. It looks kind of like marbled style and I, I decided to use that because it's the white and black and to me it just makes me think of like shadow work because it's not just the dark, it's also the light and it's all interconnected together. So whenever I do shadow work, I light my candle. So I have my little setup and my real ritualistic thing that I do, right? Um, I also, I shared a self-care before shadow work post on my Instagram at Confessions of a Witch and I'm going to be sharing an aftercare post as well. It might actually even be up by the time this episode is posted. You may also want to cleanse your space before, but definitely after you're done any shadow work. If this timeline is too much for you, like emotionally, that's okay. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I can't do shadow work, so I can't do this. This is just something that works for me, and I'm sharing it in case it works for you guys. Like I said, there are so many other ways that you can do shadow work, and I'm going to be sharing more ways that you can do that as we progress through this season. And I also share lots of information on my Instagram, so please go follow me on there just to even see what's up and what's going on and things that you can do. I'm constantly sharing info there that I'm not necessarily going to always have shared through these these episodes <clears throat> i'm going to do a little bit of shameless promotion self-promotion right now um i do offer a shadow work reading called the dark phoenix rising this is a really great way to get to know your shadow self without diving into specific experiences if that's kind of where you're struggling um so you don't have to dive into those experiences right off the bat and has so much information and I've gotten really great feedback from this reading. I, um, sorry, I'm having a little bit of a hard time breathing. Um, I'm not sick or anything. I'm just, I haven't talked this long out loud for a while. Um, I chose to call this the Dark Phoenix Rising because this was inspired from a friend who had passed away last year. And I would always call her my phoenix, and I would always tell her she's a phoenix, and she was just, she was going through a process where she was being reborn and rising. So we would do a lot of tarot and shadow work without even realizing we were doing shadow work and stuff and just working on ourselves. So I just felt like that, that made sense. So I really poured a lot into creating that spread and creating that so i if this is something that you guys are interested in you can go to my website i have it shared on my instagram as well and once i have it up and running again i'm hoping that's going to be up this week um so hopefully before that this is posted if not i will add it into the description box once it is so you can go there and you can find that i will have other readings as well but for the shadow work one, that will be there. Um, so yeah, that is today's episode. If you have any questions about today's topics or the information, please reach out. I can be found on my Instagram page, again, Confessions of, Confessions of a Witch, um, or on Facebook under the same name. I'm not on Facebook as much as I am on Instagram. Thank you all so, so much. I can't wait to be talking to you guys soon. If you have any suggestions of what you would like to hear, please reach out.
Um, I will be doing more information on shadow work on the next post, on the next episode, but a little tidbit, we're going to be talking about some moon magic and how you can integrate that, intra, intra, integrate, integrate that into your magical life, but as well as with shadow work.